millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Mind Aware 240. Ready, fire, aim. I can do anything I want with my life and no one can stop me. Once you shift these habits and you do it long enough, it becomes so easy and natural. I am on a ball in outer space. I bet you try salad tomorrow for breakfast after hearing this. Get a tattoo on your forehead that says shift your focus that'll make it so easy. Music comes from the space between the notes. Bam, that's it. No truer words have been spoken. I love it. What kind of business do you want? Do you want a brick and mortar or do you want a click and order? I want people to practice good legal hygiene. I'm a foodie too. Hello everyone. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show and welcome. So, you think you got a book in you? You know, don't a lot of us, have you ever said to yourself, I should write a book? Or have you ever wondered if writing a book would be good for business? Well, guess what? You're in luck. Because today, we have Karen Dimmick with us. She is the author of the book, 47 Mind Hacks for Writers. Man, what a great topic, right? I mean, this is going to be such an awesome thing to talk about because, really, this is the whole game, the mindset game in order to become an author, to get out there and market your book. I mean, I'm I'm psyched. Welcome to the show, Karen. Thank you. I'm really glad that you're here, and I I like your book very much. You've got so many. It's not like these are not lightweight mind hacks you've got in there. You've got some just really solid good tips. And so maybe tell everybody, for starters, why do you think it would be important for an entrepreneur who's feeling like they've got a book in them to write that book? Well, I think the biggest thing is the authority. Um, you know, if you, you're like me, you, we probably grew up in the age when the internet wasn't around and every authority, certainly at school, came from a book. And all the teachers were referred to these books. And these authors were basically the ultimate authority on their subject. And we still have the phrase in our language, you know, they wrote the book on the subject. (laughs) So it it makes a big difference whether you've got, whether you're an entrepreneur with a business or even if you're you're in a job and you want to be known in your field as a specialist, just having that authority to say, I wrote the book on whatever your topic is, it just takes it to a whole new level with your authority. Yeah, it really does. It absolutely does. And I can, I know we also have a lot of speakers who follow the Mind Aware show, coaches, and it really helps to, you know, when you increase your authority, you also are increasing your rates at the same time. Yeah. So it really helps increase your income having a, a book on your roster. Plus, you can sell it at the back of the room once you've, you know, given your talk. Yeah. Um, people want to take a, a bit of you away with them after your talk to keep that sort of 
information flow and feeling they had from your talk going, and your book allows them to do that. You're absolutely right. I love it. And so let's talk about these mind hacks a little bit. What do you think is the biggest issue that writers are grappling with? Well, I think there's a few. Um, Procrastination sticks out. Um, A lot of people think that they don't have the the get up and go to actually finish a book. They think it's going to take them, you know, a year or so. And it really doesn't. It can be written much quicker if you're an expert on the subject, which is the whole point of writing a nonfiction book. So, you know, the procrastination is the case of just once you get started, it becomes much easier. So I'd say that was a big one. Hey, let's do a mind hack for that one first. Let's have a look. What would you tell somebody? Because, frankly, procrastination is just a big issue all around, even outside of book writing. So what do you tell them to sit down and start writing? Well, I think the first thing they've got to decide for procrastination is work out why they're procrastinating. And they might be procrastinating because it's a topic that... a, a something that they don't actually want to do and they know deep down inside them that that isn't the right path for them so it could be that reason Mm. it could be that there are sort of side benefits as in people once they get started writing and they're procrastinating about finishing well maybe their other half is looking after the kids or doing the housework while they're writing Mm. and as soon as they finish that's that benefit's going to stop so is that why they are procrastinating about stopping? And there's, you know, other side benefits to the starting. Mm-hmm. So you've got to look about why that you're procrastinating. That's the key to solving it. So very interesting. Actually, you mentioned some things I wouldn't have even thought of. And so by getting to the why you're procrastinating, then what happens is you're not really dealing with the issue of procrastination. You're dealing with the underlying issue. Exactly. And that's what the whole thing is about, is getting to the root of the problem. Fix the root. The procrastination goes away. Right. That totally makes sense. I can see that. Oh, how fascinating. I love it. Okay, now you were starting to say there's another one, too. And what was the other one that you think is big on the list? Well, another big one is writer's block. Um, People sort of, you know, are faced with that blank page and they don't know what to write. And so that's a huge one for writers. And so what do you tell people who are facing that? Because I know that feeling, you know, where you're looking at it and thinking, where do you even start to write? So what's your advice? Well, long term, start planning, as in what is it that you actually want to write? If you're writing, say, a nonfiction book, come up with an outline. Because once you've come up with an outline and you just write down exactly what you want in the book, you can pick up each chapter as it goes, or even each section of a chapter, depending on how detailed you get. And you can just write that because you know what's going to be in that. And it's a very small little section. You know, it doesn't have to be sort of the whole chapter. It can be just one section of a chapter. And so it isn't quite as overwhelming either. And that makes it much easier to write. And if you've gotten going and you're not actually had time to plan yet and you want to just get writing, then start asking yourself some questions that you think your reader would want to know so write out those questions and then answer those questions and that gets you a non-blank page you know you can edit from there (laughs) yeah okay so I think I I like where you're going with this what you're saying is if you have an outline then you pretty much know where your specific tips or comments go within that outline and so you can you don't even have to write it in order if you don't want to you can just write whatever 
wherever you want to place it. And then if you're thinking about what are the frequently asked questions they would have, you're going to end up with a book that has information in it that people actually want to read. Exactly. That's just awesome. I love that tip. So this is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show. We are talking to Karen Dimmick. She is the author of 47 Mind Hacks for Writers, and that's right up our alley. You can get it on Amazon.com. So just head over to Amazon, look for 47 Mind Hacks for Writers. Karen Dimmick, and she wrote it with her husband, Steve. It's really, really a good book. I know you'll like it. We're going to take a quick break here, and when we come back, I'm going to ask Karen about what to do if you feel like an imposter. What if you don't feel like you're worthy of being the authority on this subject? Oh, we want to hear that answer, don't we? We'll be right back. What's going on with you? You seem so up all the time, and your business is on fire. What are you doing? I started Train Your Brain You. It's the only program for entrepreneurs that addresses mindset and business growth strategies. The idea behind the program is that when you feel good, you act great, and it's awesome. You can check it out at trainyourbrainu.com, and that's trainyourbrainu, the letter U, dot com. Is it expensive? Seriously, it's like you're a whole different person. It's only a dollar a day, and you get all the latest tools to help you stay positive and grow your business. You would love it. Where do I go again? Trainyourbrainu.com. That's trainyourbrainu, the letter U, dot com. Check it out today. Hi, this is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show. We're having a really nice talk with Karen Dimmick. She is the author of 47 Mind Hacks for Writers, which you can get over on Amazon. So go check it out because I'm telling you, if you want to write a book, these are great mind hacks from every step of the way of the writing experience. And we know that it's all about mindset, don't we? If you can get your mindset around this, man, you're in luck. So go check out 47 Mind Hacks for Writers over on Amazon.com or wherever in the world you are with the dot. (laughs) So uh, as we left it, because we've been talking about some of the kind of the common blocks that we have for being able to break through and get moving on our book. And we talked about, you know, procrastination and writer's block. But I know another one a lot of people have is this idea of being an imposter, not really being worthy of writing on the topic. Have you run across that, Karen? Oh, definitely. I surveyed about a 100, well, over a 100 people for this book to find out what their biggest issues were. And quite a few people came up with this one. So, yes. Definitely come across this one. <laughs> and so tell me, what, what do you say to those people who are feeling that way? Well, it's two-part. Firstly, the, the problem is, is that you're comparing yourself to somebody else's kind of finished product. So let's say, you know, Agatha Christie. She's written a ton of books, and we all look up to her as writers. But when she first started you can bet her first attempt at a book was probably about the same as yours and my attempt at a first book. You know, it had a long way to go. (laughs) That's so true. That's really true. And so we start to feel inadequate because you're comparing yourself to somebody who's been doing it for 30, 40, 50 years sometimes, you know? Exactly. So you need to stop, stop comparing yourself to somebody else 
and just go your own path. That's that's definitely a huge part of getting over imposter syndrome. Yeah, I can see that. Anything else that you would add to that? Sure. It's a case of everybody as well. And I've had this advice given to me, which really helped me at the time. Not not everybody knows what you know in the way that you know it. We're all different. We've all had different life experiences. And so I could write on one topic. You could write on exactly the same topic and have a completely different input into it and a point of view and what you've learned along the way. So everybody listening has learned something that they can give out to everyone else in the world who hasn't experienced what they've experienced. We're all unique. So you've got your point of view on a topic. You may not be like the foremost expert who's researched and been published in peer-reviewed journals, but you've still got your opinion on a topic, and that's what you're writing about. And so you are that expert of your experience. No one else has had that. Totally. That is really, really good advice. It's really understanding that people, they aren't just there to learn information because information abounds. They're there to learn the information told in the way you tell it, right? Exactly, exactly. And people learn in different ways as well. Maybe, you know, the foremost expert on the subject isn't teaching it in a way that they can understand it, but you are. Yeah, totally. Oh, I love that. Oh, good, good stuff, Karen. I love it. And I know you all are going to want all of those mind hacks. So make sure and check out Karen and the book 47 Mind Hacks on Amazon. Karen, do you have any parting advice for our listeners before we go? I think take the next step. The f- Where you're going, you can't tell where it's going to end up and you can't see the step after the next step. All you can see is that next step and all you can control is yourself and your actions and your, your mindset, basically. So work out where for you that next step is and take it and then the road in front of you will become clearer. Man, that's great advice. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you for having me. It's been awesome. And thank you, everybody, for listening. You get this, right? You get what she's saying. We don't have to make it hard. This is a mindset game. This is about taking a look at things. Like, why are you procrastinating? You might find it some silly reason that you can get over right away. Figure out that outline you've got because then you're taking those small bites. It's easy to finish the product. Make your book a bunch of little bite-sized pieces. It's easy to get over procrastination and writer's block when you just make it an inside job and make it easy to do. You don't need to be comparing yourself to everybody else out there because you have your own way of telling the story. And you know what? You can start doing these little mind tricks today. So get started right now on the inside job of your mindset. And next thing you know, that book's going to be done. And we're going to see you next time on the Mind Aware Show. Well, I don't know if this is the right analogy, but it's like, kind of like being drunk and like you got to get into your house. You know, like, okay, just walk <laughs> up the walkway, you know, one foot in front of the other. Holy free holies, right? Oh, they'll get my smile later. Later they'll think that that crazy lady was smiling at me. <laughs> You're oh, doing yeah. the dishes and he's playing the banjo. We're talking fresh from your juicer. Each day is a new life we can create. I'm not looking at your smartphone or thinking about your next meeting, but just listening to people. If you're aware that we own a monkey, 
because we're all about joy here at the Mind Aware, right? Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.